I love that scream. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Mod Squad Horror Show. I'm your host Harley, as always, joined by the wonderful Brandon. Hey, hey, oh, <laughs> and we have the fabulous Felix joining us this week. So, yo, Cholo. Okay, guys, go check out our our sponsors this month. We have Scott Stracker Art. Guys, he is doing a 50% off all his Inktober stuff to clear out his cell for his Christmas horror that's coming. He just released a Grinch one. Yeah, I've seen that. That's pretty tight. Yeah, it was awesome looking. Also, go check out Skullectomy by Delt 7 Studios. Guys, Lisa's all around a wonderful person. Her skulls are one of a kind. And there's not any the same. Let them know the Mod Squad sent you. Also, we have shirts. This is our shirt of the month right here. It is our suicide awareness shirt. Guys, scan that QR code up there in the corner. And you could get your shirt. Check that out. We're all getting better at it. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's play our first trailer today. Let's do it. Sweet. What's this one called, Harley? It is called... Nice house. It's just you here. Um, I have a daughter. I'm from, uh... She's probably psychotic episodes. That one's, uh, that one's really depressing. Something so. is wrong here. Something is it's stirring. It's the creature was stirring. The creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Oh, is, that, is the new, uh, Christmas horror? Yeah. yeah. I love Christmas horror. I haven't watched this yet. 2.4 degrees. Wasn't she the one on the unheard? Where she was... Working at the store, and does that make you feel safe? Uh, there, she was like unseen, and the chick couldn't see it. She kept calling her, so she could she tell her like, running out of time. Maybe not. Oh, that was weird. You cannot pray it away. This doesn't look that bad. No one's getting out of this suit. Oh, shit. Admit your hand in this. You don't know what it's like to be a mother! Oh, shit. Oh, wow. You can't hurt. Oh, a creature was carrying. There's some cool shit. Yeah, that is Scout Taylor Compton. I thought it was. She played uh, um, Lori Strode in the uh, Rob Zombie Halloween oh, okay. remix. Yeah, 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 that looks bitchin'. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Harley's like, I couldn't find that anything good. Fun. I'm like, that looks good. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't seen that one. Dope. I wasn't too sure if it was, but I thought it was pretty good. 
Okay, let's go to we've our... Showed, we've showed some turds. That looks way better than some of the freaking trailers we've showed. So, <laughs> And no one fell asleep in it. That's true. I'm still awake. Okay, let's move on to our horror news. Five Nights at Freddy's movies record record-breaking opening weekend box office numbers are in. Yeah. That was a big they one. Did, yeah, they did really good. Just for like the first day, they did $39.4 million. Yeah, considering the that they released it simultaneously on Peacock. On Peacock, the, yeah. The fact that it did as well as it did in theaters is uh, is pretty awesome. I love, the first... I love when, when horror does that well at all, so... And for the first weekend in theater, they did seventy-eight million. Yeah. Which I what what was the uh, the budget for that? Do we know? I don't. Nowhere remember. near seventy-eight million. I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. Yeah, Blumhouse does this well. movie for for yeah. dirt cheap. So any yeah, that yeah. was really good. And like Brandon said, I can't imagine. We I saw can't it imagine They spent more than than ten million on that. There's 15, no way. Yeah. And then, um, well, the uh, marketing too cost you know just as much yeah. as what that is, but they made yeah, they made their money, and I was shocked, and I'm not so. gonna lie. I wanted it to work out for Matthew Lillard, I think I said it a couple of weeks back. I'm like, I want this to work out for Matthew Lillard, yeah, he's a you cool know, guy, keep him working, is. and yeah, I I'm just glad that it did, and it was okay. I'm not, was I don't know movie. nothing about it, yeah, I don't know nothing about it. Now that we yeah, know the lore, we know what's you know up to come. There's no more, you know, exposition or nothing. We know what's going on. Let's get to the kills. Yeah. My son was sitting there during the movie, and he's like, "This is what's going to happen next. This is going to happen next." I'm like, "Just stop." And then yes, oh, it does follow the game because I don't know nothing about the it game. My kids, though, my because my son was saying he was like he was like he thought he knew what was going to happen and. He didn't. He was pleasantly surprised with the movie. He yeah. really, really enjoyed it because he played all the games. He's been obsessed with Five Nights at Freddy's for years. He's 14. And this was right up his alley. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he brings out these three Five Nights at Freddy's books. And he's like, this yeah. one's going to be the next one. And then this is going to be the next one. And That's here's cool. the last one. Yeah. I was like, okay. He's like, read them. The protagonist did sleep a, a little too much for me, but other than that, I, I want to say he was more asleep than awake in the movie. If you put all the scenes yeah. together, yeah, but um, I, I liked it for what it was. To be honest with you, I mean, he I may, yeah, it was. It's good. It's good gateway horror for for kids. And I will say that they pushed that PG thirteen a, uh, a couple of times, like you know that body getting cut in half, and then uh, with the um the the shit like clamping into his side and He's, shit towards the end. I was like, God damn. It was that little cupcake got some, little cupcake got some action there. Um yeah. Brandon, this question's for you. Willie's Wonderland or Five Nights at Freddy's? For me, Willie's Wonderland. Absolutely. I thought that one uh was a lot more fun for me. I could see why some people would prefer Five Nights at Freddy's over it. But I think Willy's Wonderland did a better job at making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Plus, I want to say that my man Nick Cage in it. Yeah, 
who doesn't say a word in the whole movie. It's, it's I still a, say it's funny. The action's going on or whatever. Boom, break time. He just leaves them there to yeah, die or whatever. Yeah. Goes, yeah. Takes and you know, and I, I took my kids to see that one when it came out too. That was a few years ago. So they were a little bit younger. And uh, they absolutely loved that one too. They said the same thing. They were like, that's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Only it's Willy's Wonderland. We all got the shirts. I bought us all the the Willy's Wonderland shirts, and uh, yeah, we love them. Like, do you know the the actual like the the little chica was one of their daughters, and then like the cupcake was her yeah. dog that yeah, followed he, her everywhere. Oh, okay. I didn't. That's pretty cool. Now that I know that, yeah. I think See, I didn't know that until my son follow, told me that. And he was like, the, the cupcake was her dog that was yeah. like protecting her. They definitely changed around a lot of the, the characters' backstories and stuff for the movie. Um, I but, loved when Matthew Lillard took off the Freddy mask, the head off. I loved that part. Okay. From Bloody Disgusting. They follow... David Robert Mitchell's directing It Follows sequel starring Micaiah Monroe. I really enjoyed It Follows. Uh, I'm glad they're doing a sequel. It definitely uh, deserves a sequel. And I think it's pretty clever, the They Follow uh, title. Yeah, there were some there were some pretty gnarly scenes in, in the original. It was it was plenty spooky. So I'm yeah, I was pleasantly surprised when I heard about it. I'm like, it sounds silly yeah. the premise. Well but, it, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was awesome, uh, yes. A uh, uh, ghost S T D basically. Yeah. yeah. A haunted S T D. Yeah. I actually but have they a did it in a way where it, it didn't come across as silly. It didn't yeah. at all. Boom. It's everywhere. There you go. It's everywhere. It's spreading. See, this is why. Wrap it up. You guys need to wrap them up. <laughs> Kids out there watching, wrap that shit up. Sensory warning get, here for those. Yeah. STD ghosts are a thing. Yep. Wrap that shit up. From Bloody Disgusting. Late Night with the Devil. David. Dast Malchian. Starring. Supernatural thriller acquired by Shutter and IFC. There's yeah, actually uh, a poster on it too. So the poster. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked about it. Honestly, um, it looks cool. It looks like it's got like a like a 1970s setting. Yeah, see, that's a bitchin' poster. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, yeah. So uh, David Dasmalchian stars as the host of a late night talk show that descends into a nightmare. He stars as Jack Delroy, the charismatic host of Night Owls, and the film traces the ill-fated taping of a live Halloween special plagued by a demonic presence. And this is a uh, a Shutter exclusive, which I'm stoked about because yeah. Shutter has they been put putting out shit. some really good shit lately. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm pr I'm looking forward to this one. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. I think. Yeah, if uh, the film premiered earlier this year at South by Southwest, uh, and uh, it's getting some good uh, reviews, so good buzz should be pretty sweet. Check it out. I don't want to. From Joe Blow, Death of Unicorn. Paul Rudd, Jenna Ortega, stars in A twenty four Air 
Esther production with a John Carpenter score. Come on, Paul Rudd. Those are some names yeah. right there yeah. in that freaking title. Paul Rudd, Jen Ortega, Ari Aster, A24, and John Carpenter. Especially with Jenna Ortega doing all the stuff that she's coming off of here yeah. recently. She's yeah, becoming she's, she's quite a name. A hot, yeah, she's definitely a hot commodity. But uh, she's uh, yeah, going to be the next screen. John screen. Carpenter. Watch. John Carpenter doing the score on it. That's yeah, what gets me excited. Yeah. yeah. So from what I read, I guess him and his daughter was Jenna Ortega. They uh, bump into a, they kill, a, they're driving somewhere to kill a unicorn. They take the unicorn to some dude and he like tries to, with the mystical powers or whatever. And shenanigans happen after that. Shenanigans happen. Shenanigans happen. When one kills do. a unicorn. <laughs> So I mean, it's got names, and it's a twenty-four doing it. It's got so. names, yeah, yeah. And Paul Rudd, who doesn't love Paul Rudd? Exactly. There's people out there that don't love Paul Rudd, but I don't trust those people. I don't. I I don't believe it. They're just saying it for yeah. attention. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, let's play our second trailer. Here we go. What's this one? It's another Christmas horror. Is it? Noise. Yeah. There's quite a few uh, new Christmas horrors coming out this year. Christ in heaven, again. Night of the Missing. Ooh, the gallows was decent. And what's this all about? She asked for you. That's all I know. Seems like you've had yourself quite the night from the looks of you. I'm here to report a missing person. So many. Have you found any of them? Some of them disappear without a trace. Vanished. No, that's not creepy. Not at all. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Oh, yeah. Let's just stand there. That's enough. It seems low budget. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely low budget. So with bloody disgusting and screen box involved, it's yeah. definitely going to be a lower budget kind of no. But it looks like it, it's taking itself seriously, though, which yeah, is always good. Interesting. Very. Uh, let's see. It's something. 
Okay, so it is time for our ghost stories and urban legends segment. All you. And I am excited for this one. Okay, so this week it is on the Axe Murder House of Vesela. I think that's how you say it. And I actually have a little clip of a person who was being interviewed about this house. And this ties into our Horror Rewind also. And I have pictures for you guys. So, Felix, can you play that little clip for me? Let's do it. And here we go. Well, in 1912, there was eight people murdered in this house with an axe, and the murder's never been unsolved, never been solved. It's one of the largest unsolved crimes in this part of the United States. Stillinger, who lived south of town, a large family, Joe Stillinger, and his two daughters, uh, that week had come in here to a, a Bible school at the Presbyterian Church, and the, the Moore family was also children who were attending that Bible school. The Stillinger girls had decided they wanted to stay in town early? with the Moore family. No, and Joe Moore this called out the, the Stillinger farm and talked to Edith, I think it was, one of the older sisters, and asked her if it would be all right if uh, Lena and Ina stayed all night with them. And, and they said, sure, because they were, really, they didn't really care about them coming the dirt road home. And it rained a little, and if the river was out, boy, you know, it'd be kind of dangerous for the children to come home. So they agreed to it. And they, that Sunday night, I think somebody uh, crept into the house and uh, hid in the attic. And when the Moors came home and, and they all got kind of bedded down, well, I think uh, the person crept out of the attic and probably killed JB first, and he was killed with a sharp edge of the ax. And uh, of course, I think JB was killed with one blow. And uh, uh, Sarah woke up and hollered, Lord, no, please no, because Mrs. Landis to the south said she was awakened by that call. And uh, anyway, uh, I think they probably took the blunt side and hit her, I was gonna say, how did they uh, hit maybe thinking just to quiet her or something. But I think either the killer went into a frenzy or what, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, it was a very gruesome crime. The executor of the house in 1914, Ross Moore, put a sign on the house that if you'd agree to either rent or buy the house, you could live in it for six months free rent. Because, see, the house had a stigmatism to it that nobody wanted to, you know, a poor course, you know, a murders and that sort of thing. So, uh, anyway, the Geesemans, I think, came back and didn't have much choice, and John, Allie, and the three daughters moved into the house. And John stayed in the house one night. Uh, the next day, he uh, fixed up a room in the barn, and he lived in the barn the entire time they lived here. But we had many renters, you know, in between that come and have told their stories, you know, there. And it's, it's just many stories. And uh, the people that stay all night, uh, there's just, uh, well, just, it's just page after page that they write, uh, email back or write in the log of what their happenings were in that. And uh, I think that's been uh, the big uh, selling that tra well, attraction of the house is because uh, somebody comes and stays and something happens to them there and they, they put the it out on the internet. But it sounds like so the hauntings afterwards is what like in their heads maybe or no it actually is haunted like if you go to the website for the house there is pages upon pages of people leaving their story of what happened to them while they were in the house and some of them they're crazy like in these pictures let's see this one right here okay the long window in the front of the house right there yeah 
they said you could see a woman standing in that window all the time. And as you're going through the house to tour it, you hear little kids running through the house. At nighttime, you could, if you're in the house, you could hear the woman scream, Oh God, please no. This is the original family, the woman okay, cool. and her husband. Uh huh. And they had, remember, the guy said it was a Bible study. So they had extra kids at the house that, like, four extra kids that stayed the night that night because it was six children and two adults who died in this. Yeah, house. there was four of the, in the family there. So they had four more kids there. It's crazy. So the person was living in their attic and they never knew. Yeah, the person, well, he wasn't living in there. He broke into the house while they were sleeping, while they were gone. And, and then when the they came yeah, in at in. night, when they came in to go to sleep, he came out and murdered them all. Now we go into our horror rewind, which ties into this story because they actually made a movie about this story. It's not that old of a movie, and I stumbled across it. It was made in, like, 2017, but I thought it was perfect to tie in with this story. And the trait, like, this is a clip from that movie that I'm going to show you guys. And it's a pretty gruesome clip, just letting it know. And again, this is a movie based on what happened. Yeah. Dude's a little creepy looking. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I have one of those old style record players. Not in the great condition, but it's in my garage. Old Victrola. When was this movie released? In 2017. You don't want me to go right now. Get out of here and go. Please listen to me. What's the movie? It's not, it's not old, but I'll allow it. It's the Axe Murders of Versace. Oh, it's fucking, What's his name? Dude from. Uh, he's in. He's been in tons Alien? of stuff. But he was in. No. He was in uh, People Under the Stairs. Played Roach. What's his name? John Whalen. He's a great character actor. I don't need me. You need to get out of here right now. Lord has delivered you unto me, and I will take you. That's crazy. He fucking killed six kids, man. Six kids and two adults. Damn. That looks pretty good. I might have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't even know they made a movie of it. What was it called, the movie? The Axe Murder of Vesela. If you look up the Iowa Axe Murders, that movie comes up. And, like, I didn't know anything about this until the news station on Halloween, they posted this little clip about it being one of the most haunted houses in Iowa. And I was like, ooh, that piqued my interest. <laughs> and so I started doing research on it. And 
like I went to the website of Felisca. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the website and I looked at what people were saying and I was like, wow. And like, there was a whole bunch of other interviews that they've done with other people. And one lady said that the bodies were so decontap, decon, Decomposed? No, they were chopped up basically, decapitated. They were so decapitated. See, I can't say it. They were chopped up so bad that you could not tell who was who. Wow. When they went into the house and found them. Hmm. So, like, those six kids and those two adults still haunt that house because if you die a horrible death, you're not going to. And so they're still haunted the house. And you could hear the kids screaming at night and you could hear screaming at the house at night and walking around and everything. Yeah. And they actually have a horror museum of this house now. Cool. The house is a horror. So we're going to go check that out then. In Iowa. Next time I'm going through Iowa, I'll be sure to stop and check it out. Maybe they just made all that up so people can go to Iowa. Yeah. It's a tourist attraction. Well, it is an unsolved crime. So, okay, guys. So, our question of the day. Okay. So, my question for you guys you're home alone, but you hear footsteps in your house. What do you do? What are we doing? What are we at? Are we, are we in the shower? Are we you're home bed? alone, doing whatever you're doing, and you hear footsteps. I will, I will get my gun, and I will investigate and find out who the fuck is walking around in my house. Especially after hearing this story. Yeah, I'd yeah, probably grab would, one of my side machetes by yeah. probably... Uh, already leaving because I want to probably the least valuable one and walk out there with my machete. Okay. Well, that is yep. it. I would clear each room and hope for somebody that's ready to find out. To beat their maker. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is it for this episode of the Mod Squad Horror Show, guys. Go check out our community. This is where we hang out and have giveaways, and you could communicate with us. Go scan that QR code right there. Also, it's already gone. we have shirts. <laughs> this is our shirt of the month, guys. Scan that QR code over here in the corner and get that shirt. Also, go check out Back to the Retro Review, The Daily Dank, the last podcast you'd want. And all of our other shows you're watching, the horror show, go check out the movie show, the gaming show. And we go live every Saturday night with a giveaway. For Brandon, Felix, myself, and the entire Mod Squad, see you in your nightmares. See ya. Hey, thanks for watching that episode. If you want more, tune into this video right here. They want to tune into a better episode. Check this one out right here. No, this one's better. Don't listen to him.